0: Hans Olson, Scott Gerard, 975, 1280 the Zone, and the Zone Sports Network. Blake Anderson, the new head coach here at Utah State. Uh great introductory press conference. Had a chance to sit down with he and and uh, John Hartwell on a uh QA just uh, a couple or just about an hour ago and really, really fun conversation. And uh John Hartwell's kind enough to join us, Athletic Director at Utah State. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh let's talk about the the process uh with uh, with Gary Anderson no longer the head coach, a nationwide search. What was it about Blake Anderson that jumped out at you?
1: Yeah, so uh, several things, Scotty, and, and again, you know, uh, as as we've been going through this for several weeks, and, and we had tremendous interest from all over the country. You know, uh, all all aspects. We had us, we had head coaches, we had assistant coaches, we had coordinators, we had college. Um, you know coaches we had NFL coaches just just tremendous uh interest in our job and I think that speaks volumes to to our program you know a, as a whole and and the opportunity that people saw there um you know and as with any any search there are many twists and turns yeah. you know we we visited with a lot of people um, you know Obviously, made a little more difficult by by COVID, but we did uh, manage to to get face to face with a whole lot of people because you know the um, you know I, I just felt that was important with as many as we could. We did have a couple of candidates that we ended up having to do Zoom just because restrictions in in those certain areas. But you know Blake, uh, his experience at Arkansas State. You know, a seven-year body of work, and he talked in his press conference. He said, you know, four and seven this year, but if you look at the start of their season, you know, they they played Memphis, who was at that time was was ranked in the top twenty-five, toe to toe right till the end, end up losing that game late. And then, uh, you know, they go to Manhattan, Kansas and, and get a quality win there. And then literally they were decimated by, uh, by COVID after that, unfortunately. But if you look at his body of work, you know, the previous six years, all six years uh, that he had, had been there as a head coach, bowl games every year, won at least seven games, um, two conference championships, lost in another conference championship so uh, a proven record of success as a head coach that was that was obviously very attractive to us. Uh, building a program and and again he he referenced this in his press conference. Five head coaches in five years uh, at Arkansas State. So he came into a to a situation where he had to build stability, he had to build trust, um, and you know those those two things jump off the page early but you know when when you talk around uh, college football circles uh, to his peers uh, to others involved in the in the business the media folks um, the reputation of, of Blake Anderson the person is outstanding um, he has uh, you know he he talks about the development of his uh, student athletes not just as football players, but obviously in the classroom, in the community too. So all, all of those things, um, you know, were, were very strong um. – signals that you know he, he and his blue collar uh blue collar work ethic uh, you know roll up the sleeves go to work I, I think he he will fit very well in Cash Valley uh with his work ethic and you know I, I just I think he's going to be outstanding
2: John what was your first interaction with him when, when did you first meet him
1: well, here's the interesting thing, Hans. So he was in the when I was the AD at Troy, he was he was in the Sunbelt Conference obviously at Arkansas State. So I'd gotten to know him a little bit through, you know, coaches and ADs meetings things like that obviously uh, competed against them uh 3 3 football seasons during my time at uh at Troy uh continued to to you know have a relationship with him I'd seem you know maybe once a year at uh whether it was at the uh Fiesta Bowl event in Scottsdale or at the National Football Foundation event uh, in New York uh, followed his progress obviously the uh you know, the the battle that uh, that his wife uh, went through with cancer and, and that. You know, so I'd, I'd stayed in a little bit of touch with him. Um, you know, and so uh, n- I've known him more than for a cup of coffee, that's for yeah. sure.
0: You know, the one thing, and I, this is maybe off topic a little bit, but uh, I saw the uh, press conference that the Arkansas State athletic director gave, and he talked about his relationship with you – and they you know they could have had you on the hook for a little bit on the buyout and it was it was really impressive to see the the relationship they had with their head coach to realize, okay, he wants to take this other job. What can we do to facilitate that and uh, you guys were able to negotiate that buy down quite a bit
1: yeah, no question. Uh, Terry Mahajer and i have have been friends for a long time uh, you know since early in my day, and he and I uh started at uh, Arkansas State and Troy almost uh, simultaneously back in uh, back in 2012. So we've known each other for a long time, you know, and he he had had and still has a very special relationship with Blake. Not only as athletic director and head football coach, but they were really close friends too. So he he was well aware of a lot of what Blake had gone through and and Blake's desire um, You know, for for all the right reasons for a new beginning. And, uh, the, um, you know, so, so Terry and I had some dialogue really before I even talked to Blake, because again, uh, knowing him well and his and my relationship, uh, and, and so, yeah, it just worked out very well. So, yeah, and, and they were willing to, uh, you know, to vastly reduce the buyout to, because they knew the, the circumstances and the situation that Blake was in.
2: John, he had mentioned that his uh, assistant pool was such that he could go out and get some of the best in the country. Uh, I want to know was that was that boosted? Is that uh, has that been something a point of pride for Utah State to put that money out there to get the backing for the head coach? And just give us your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, sure. It, I mean, it, it was boosted a little bit. We're, you know, for the 10 on the field guys, it's uh, it's $2 million, which is up slightly. I mean, it's it's probably up a little over $100,000 from previously. Uh, and then if you t- consider all the off-field positions, director of player personnel, football ops, the GAs, and all of that stuff, that's, you know, roughly another half million dollars. So you got, you know, $2.5 million dollars of um, a, a pool there, which, uh, you know, right, ranks us probably in the upper third in the Mountain West in, in that aspect, um, and, and certainly higher than, you know,
0: probably even the highest school in the Sun Belt Conference. Wow. John Hartwell, athletic director at Utah State, joining us. Uh, I, I'm fascinated about the search and the process that goes on. And I know that uh, you and Glenn uh, put this thing together. But in this day and age of, of, and I told you this off the air, of information getting out there, and I know everybody's hitting up your wife and, 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 and the family dog trying to get any kind of info whatsoever. And the fact that you were able to keep this secretive, because there were a few names that were floating out there that I think a lot of people had kind of felt like it was going to be one of those guys. And then when the name Blake Anderson came out uh, – at least I didn't see it. It took everybody by surprise. Yeah, it,
1: uh, you know, and that's one of the beauties of using a search firm is you can I, – I won't say it prevents any and all information from getting out, but it, but there is a shield there to, to help the process. And, uh, you know, we stayed pretty close to the vest uh, about who, uh, you know, who we were interviewing. Obviously, President Cockett knew – you know, uh Micah McKinney, our university attorney, who obviously was involved once once we got uh to an offer uh component, but we, we tried to keep uh that information pretty tight just just to you know to protect the uh the identity of of some candidates who interviewed who, you know, were either sitting head coaches or yeah. uh, you know, clearly clearly wanted to have their identities um kept you know, kept private.
2: I, I'm curious to know how much interaction uh, Coach Anderson has had with the team, uh, how much time he's got to spend with those players, and if he can start to kind of help them heal and feel really good about the hire.
1: Yeah, we had a, a team meeting on Saturday morning at, uh, at at ten o'clock, and so he he spent about uh, probably about forty minutes. Uh, talking to them, and then stuck around afterwards. And many, many of those players uh, came up and and met him individually and spent a little bit of time with him. Um, and and you know, uh, from that point, he basically dismissed them uh, to go home for the for the holiday break until I think the the 18th of January, which is the evening of Martin Luther King Day. Classes start the next day. Uh, but I know he's been in communication with quite a few. There, there are some still here in town and Logan, some have called him by phone. So that's all been
0: very positive so far. How do you, uh, with players and the portal and things like that, uh, do you anticipate these next couple of months could be pretty crazy with the one transfer rule coming into play, both with players maybe leaving and players coming in too? Yeah,
1: I, I think it will be interesting to see. I mean, not not that uh, the portal, you know, has been there the last couple of years, but the anticipation of uh, at the NCA convention coming up in January that there could be, um, you know, the the belief is that they will uh, enact the one time transfer without having to sit. Uh, so, so yeah, I think you're going to see some more activity. You know, one of one of Blake's messages in that team meeting though was hey just just hang in here with me you know does it really make a huge difference you know if you if you have an interest in transferring if you enter the portal now or if you enter it in March and you know give us a little time let's develop a relationship uh see if you like what you see here and and you know so and and a lot of those guys have been receptive so far both those who physically entered the transfer portal and some of those that were talking about it
0: Hans and Scotty here on ninety seven five twelve eighty the zone and the zone sports network. Uh, now the football season's behind you, and I know we're kicking off basketball, and you got a, you got other sports. But I, I, you you joked that there's there's no handbook. There in the eighty handbook there's nothing about a pandemic. But now that you've got one major sport over with, you're getting the other one going. What's this been like for you?
1: Yeah, it's uh you know, like like you said, there's there's no textbook to read. It's it's been a you know, we're we're into uh nine and a half months now. Uh hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel with, with uh vaccines coming. But you know, I, I do think we're gonna continue to have challenges in basketball just like we do now. I mean I'll just give you a snapshot. Uh, obviously, our game at Weber this past Saturday night uh, was canceled. Uh, we were scheduled to play Dixie State tomorrow night that that gets canceled. We are finalizing another opponent to uh, who was not on our schedule, another d1 opponent uh, to come in here Friday night and play because Craig didn't want that much time off. Uh, we've got. San Jose State coming in the 21st and the 23rd before the, uh, the holiday break to play. And literally, we didn't know till a couple of days ago whether they were going to be able to be here or not yeah. because of the issues going on in California. And quite frankly, our women were supposed to go to California and play them. And our women's basketball team, so San Jose men and women, are relocating to, to the Phoenix area. So they're going to be – our women's team will be going to the Phoenix area as opposed to going to San Jose.
2: So John have you had any conversations uh, with officials as far as getting vaccinations for your student
1: athletes? We the those conversations have been at the university level um so far but uh as as far as our student athletes getting them I, I think it's you know uh they're not going to be the number one priority obviously the healthcare workers and and and, and the elderly are going to be the the, the higher priority levels. So, you know, we'll, we'll certainly uh, stay in communication and try to get them just as soon as we can, but knowing
0: we're, we're not going to be on the first line of those vaccines. John Hartwell, kind enough to join us. Uh, you know, from a – and you don't need to go into specifics, but we talked a little bit before the season started about some of the financial ramifications. Have those played out the way that you kind of felt like you were able to get a few fans in uh, for several games? Did that help out at all? Yeah, that,
1: that's helped us recoup some. You know, our, our season ticket holders and donors have been tremendous because a lot of them, you know, even on those games that were not able to be played, they said, hey, either, you know, keep our money, take it as a donation, or uh, look at, you know, applying it to next year's season tickets. So our our fan base has been really good about that. We continue to have some financial challenges, um, you know, and, and hopefully – most of these basketball games we can get in to fulfill our, our television contract. So, we, you know, it, it's a challenge, but
0: we're in better shape than a lot of our yeah, other peers. For sure. Well, John, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming by. Congratulations on the hire. Uh, seems like uh, another home run, but uh, look forward to seeing uh, games right here coming up here in September. No, thanks so much, guys. We appreciate your support. Thanks, Sounds John. Great. John Harwell right here on the Aggie Sports Network and 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.